Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit Foster, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it. Make sure you're always getting your new Going In Raw notifications. We're also uh, on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We got a couple new patrons in over the last 24 hours, including, let's see here, uh, Dwayne the Dakota Grappler and Edvox. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. It does go a long way towards mm. helping Going In Raw without the Patreon. We wouldn't be able to do what we do, Larson. Would not. <clears throat> it's Friday. Woo! Yay! Woo! Friday. Uh, <laughs> such a tepid response for Friday. Uh, so, yeah, do we have anything going on this week? We got a count out coming up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's good. Worst Mania matches. Yeah, that's, that's fun. That'll I'm be gonna, fun. I'm going to record that tomorrow morning and I'm going I'm to take do a look at it. Take well, a look at it. Some crappy matches yeah, tonight. Yeah, do that. And then you're doing some Star Trek podcasts tomorrow. Yeah, Four Lights. You got a couple episodes of that coming and up, I too. I get the rest of the day off. You just get to chill. And then, like, yeah, Sunday, I got a funeral to go to. Oh, really? Yeah, all sorts of stuff going on. It's a bummer. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I got a weekend. I got a weekend ahead of me. I don't think I got anything planned. And then we're on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah. So, that's exciting. That is exciting. So, uh, obviously, we're coming off as very chill right now. Uh, for a very, very distinct reason, Larson, they're stealing our ideas. Roman Reigns is going to be chill Roman well, very, very soon. Well, let's, let's, let's get some context here before we dive into what exactly oh, this. chill yeah. Roman's going to be. There we go. Uh, so Roman Reigns recently appeared on the Sports Illustrated Media Podcast. Cool. Uh, What's that? I don't know. Some sort of Sports Illustrated sports podcast and spoke about wanting to make some changes to the Roman Reigns character. Interesting. One of the things you want to make him maybe more chill. He literally says the word chill. Yeah, I know. These transcripts are courtesy of Wrestling Inc. I want people to have fun. I want to create escapism. This is all Roman talking. It's like a mini vacation for the fans on their couch. Let's get into these storylines. Let's take all of this positive sensitivity being sent to me and shift it and send it to people in need. That's where I'm at now, shifting all this positive energy from me to people in need, but also with the stories, lines, and characters. Uh, because we have introduced Joe, especially last week. That's his name. That's a shoot name, That's Joe. That's his name. Uh, I felt like there was a lot of Joe within the promo segment one, even with the interaction with Seth. I just feel like with me integrating the characters and who I am in real life and who I am on stage, for me to kind of mix, kind of mix them allows me to laugh at Roman a little bit and have a little more fun and to be a little more loose as opposed to the stoic brawler. If you know me in real life, I'm kind of like my cousins, the Usos, I'm a bit of a clown. I act up, 
We goof off a lot. We're silly. We're big kids. We're always goofing around, trying to laugh. If I could add that in the next couple of years, those layers of being chilled out, a little more comedy, a few different emotions, I think that would be pretty neat. What is uh, 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 arguably Roman's crowning achievement in his career thus far in WWE? Put that beef away. That was 100% just him. It was just him. And we've been saying this since that moment. And in fact, we've said it so much that when we did our stupid We Book Raw thing. We made Chill Roman. We're 2K19. His name literally is Chill Roman. We have a t-shirt that says Chill Roman on it. Just be cool, man. Just be cool, man. And that's literally what he wants to do at this point. I'm not saying for a moment, for a split second, that it's inspired by us. No. But we saw this a long time ago. Roman, and to be honest, I'm probably sure a lot of superstars in the WWE are best when they're just extensions of of themselves. And they get to show us who they really are. That's how you really forge connections. Yeah. You take your natural personality, turn it up to 11, you put that out there, and all your complexities show off your sense of humor, not some sense of humor shoved on you by Vince McMahon writing terrible promos for you. Show off your personality. Apparently, he's not a, a, a stoic badass. Right. Who'd have thought? Yeah, I know, exactly. He's never seemed comfortable doing no, that. No, he likes to have fun. He likes yeah. to joke. He likes to chill. And here's the thing. The funny thing is the juxtaposition between Chill Roman and then when he does have to destroy things and be a badass, it'll make it all the more effective if we get to see the side of him that isn't stoic badass so that when somebody pisses him off, it means more mm-hmm. than him just standing there looking like he lost his car in the parking he's lot. He's normally an affable, uh, really relatable, down-to-earth guy, which, based on every indication, that is exactly what he is backstage. Mm-hmm. And that's why people consider him such a leader, because he considers himself part of the team, not above it. Yeah. Like, he, he considers himself, even the top guy in the company, on, you know, he's no more important than the PA who's sending scripts from the writer's room to producers. Yeah. You know, it's all it's all part of the team. Mm-hmm. That's why people admire him, look up to him, uh, consider him a rock, locker room leader, because that's his attitude about things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, as you mentioned, if that's his natural disposition, the character of Roman Reigns, that's his natural disposition, uh, it's going to be all the more jarring when he's pushed over the edge and, re- and has to be violent to... to, to to, you know, do anything in the ring, mm. it's going to be a far more impactful. Yeah. And it'll get more heat on the guy, you know, trying to... Yeah, trying imagine to, the guy that pushes Roman over the edge you know. to not be a cool dude, to not be chill. Exactly. Man, that's heat. Ton of heat. Hot heat. Heat. Yeah. So uh, so that's refreshing. And I hope, here's the thing, I hope that he's got the kind of leverage it mm-hmm. takes to affect that kind of change. And I think we've seen that change. You know, he's mentioned this here already where he, he comes out, he came out when he, on his return... Saying he's back, seemed way more comfortable. Oh yeah, seemed like uh, his his verbiage far more genuine. Mm-hmm. He was being himself, and you could see he was making connections. Yeah, you noted this uh, during our SmackDown um, recap, how the promos there seemed far less scripted. Yeah, and I wonder if that's going to be a thing. I mean, even I'm thinking of like. Alexa Bliss during her, I mean, this is off the top of my head because I was just thinking of her. I, I was thinking of her in the context, I was just thinking of Alexa Bliss. I was thinking of her in the context of 
what it looks like when she's genuine, which is basically up, up, down, down. Like yeah. she's on there doing those silly tabletop games with like yeah, yeah, Ember yeah. Moon and all the other nerds there. Yeah. And and it, it's it is a very genuine. It's hot in here. It is warm. It's it comes off as very genuine, and I think that like her little moment of bliss where she was announced as WrestleMania host. Yeah, she was totally in character. She was in Alexa Bliss, you know, sort of jerk character. Mm-hmm. But it also came off as far less scripted. And I'm trying yeah, to think yeah. in my head like that obvious that Shield bit at the beginning didn't seem very scripted. Um, and so I really, really hope that that is something. It wouldn't. It honestly wouldn't surprise me if this is yet one of those another uh, reaction. To all elite wrestling. And let me ask you this. Sorry. Cody saying, Yeah, we're not going to use writers. We're going to let. And I'm not saying that I don't think for a second they're sitting there analyzing everything all elite says, and that's what we're going to do. But it's not outside the realm of possibility that these are concerns that some wrestlers who haven't been used well creatively have brought to creative and said, or to Vince and said, Hey, listen, can we just loosen it up? Things just seem so overdone. And who have they been hiring the latest is creatives? Impact people? Old wrestlers. Yeah. Former wrestlers. Yeah, that's true, too. Who all probably came up in the days when mm-hmm. there weren't scripted promos. Yeah. You get bullet points. Yeah. Um, and and, and I mean, when I say impact, like, that's another batch of people, though, like Abyss, uh, you know, Helms, Jarrett. People mm-hmm. who, you know, they didn't, they don't use scripted promos uh, in impact. It's like bullet points. Yeah. And like you said, also, you know, older wrestler, older wrestler guys, I doubt Bruce Pritchard is a big proponent of, you know, scripted promos, all no. that scripted stuff. No. So, um so hopefully that's going to continue because we've the proof is literally in the pudding. You can yep. see it. Yep, it works yep. better when you, you let, know you let these characters go out there and be the characters, and and you don't force the characters and let, on them. Let the wrestlers know if there's. I'm, like, I'm not telling anybody how to do their job. I just seems it seems like it'd be obvious that if somebody wants a scripted promo, if somebody feels they'd be helped. By knowing what to exactly. say exactly, exactly, let them do that. Yes, you know, until they're comfortable, or if they ever get comfortable, be available to to do it on their own. Yeah, you totally. don't want like a John Morrison situation where he just rambles about his dad. Yeah, and it's like, wait, what was your point? Sorry. Yeah. So, because that's, I mean, that's dude, that's that's not easy. That stuff going out no. there just talking. No. You ever try to have you ever tried to cut a promo in private just to just to see if you could? Do I remember it? we did back when we were in college. We tried to cut promos on each other, and yeah, to come up with some good juicy material right there on the spot. Did I ever participate in that? Do you remember me? Being yeah, yeah, really. I think it was you and I and Jeff. Yeah. Oh wow, I don't remember that at all. That's cool. I just remember him. It's largely forgettable because none of us were successful in it whatsoever. Well, I remember one time ages ago. I think I had just seen. Maybe we had just watched some of the stuff from like Miz and Daniel Pewter when they were doing the tough oh, yeah, stuff, yeah. right? So I was at home by myself. I was vacuuming, yeah. right? And I was like, you know, nobody's here. I don't, I'm not going to look like too much of an asshole. And I turned off the vacuum and I tried to cut a, I just like, Hey, what? A, and I, it was horrible. You want to try to do it now? Do you want a no, promo off now? No, I don't want to do a promo off. No, I don't at all. You don't want to do an AJ Styles or Randy Orton thing. Mm, no. You don't think we could do that? No, no, no. You don't think we can help come up with a, a premise, uh, uh, improv a scene. A, this is not improv class. B, it would be totally cringe. So now we just have to move on. But I tried doing it before and it's terrifying. Even when you're by yourself. Steve, I got something I want to say to you, brother. Uh, that's just, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got something I want to say to you, brother. Oh, man. That's funny. All right. Let's talk about Evolution 2. Oh, cool. Is that happening? I don't know. Stephanie did an interview with The National, not the band, and was asked about... 
Oh man! And was asked Stephanie, about- please tell me what is on your mind. Is there gonna be another pay per view? You need deeper, more baritone. Is there gonna be Stephanie? Stephanie, tell me. Is Curtis. there another pay per view? That's Ian Curtis. Gonna be another. <laughs> See, Tony, I got it. That's good. Uh, so yeah, interview with the National, not the band, and was asked about uh, uh, the possibility of another Evolution pay-per-view happening this year. Her answer was, quote, we haven't announced any plans yet for Evolution, but we have a lot of things in the works right in now. In other words, Evolution is a mystery. It is, <laughs> yes. Uh, and then she goes on to say how popular the first one was. One thing that is important to note with Evolution, that was our first ever all-women streaming special pay-per-view, is that it trended number one worldwide for two and a half hours during the last game of the World Series and during NFL Sunday Night Football. Both huge audiences in the United States, but it was WB Evolution that's trending number one. You think right there number would be one. evidence to like just kind of making an annual thing. Yeah, true. It was it was incredibly popular, and it was the best main roster pay-per-view of 2018. It was really, really well produced. It was a good show. Yeah. Um, and one of the reasons, potentially, we touched on this a bit on the Monday show. Actually, it was a lead story on our Monday show. Well, actually, Harlem Heat going to the Hall of Fame was a lead story on <laughs> <in> Monday <laughs> show because it was the most recent news story. Um, uh, one reason why there might not be an evolution this year is because there still seems to be a chance there might be a women's match uh, at one of the upcoming Saudi Arabia shows in 2019. Fightful had some more uh, details on this after our show on Monday, saying, quote, there's a major pitch by several names of influence within the company to get an all-women's match on an upcoming Saudi Arabia show. We've not been able to gain any confirmation that it's actually going to happen, but it's something that many within WWE are angling for, with some suggesting they could spin the public relations aspect of it into a positive. The wording here kind of makes me laugh, though. An all-women's match as opposed to, like, a mixed tag match, which they don't even have that. What, WWE? They got a whole show called Mixed Match Challenge. Not in Saudi Arabia. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It just, don't know. It just the wording just made me laugh. Yeah, trying to get an all women's match, as opposed to, I mean, couldn't they just say an all a women's match? Yeah, maybe. Anyway, sorry, didn't mean to derail it. Then, uh, yeah, did. doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. Yeah, and that's why I said Monday. Really why? Why? Why does that be an either or proposition? Here's the thing: you put an all women's match on in Saudi Arabia, and you just are you're just at even. You just have what. You just have what we have anyways here in the United States or in Europe or any other civilized part of the country or part of the world. You just you just you just have a normal pay-per-view as opposed to just a sausage party, right? <laughs> <laughs> so like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> like, that's 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 what you should be doing in the first place. Um, but you like money and I get that whatever. But on top of that, you should still be doing the evolution thing. You yeah. should be getting one and you should be doing it, the yeah, other two. It should two. not be an either or proposition. It shouldn't be. We're doing this solely because we, we sold out over here. That's why they did it. But it should be this thing worked really well last year. Let's do another one because yeah. it worked really well. It worked really well. It highlights the incredible talented women we have in the women's division. And I'm pretty sure it's good for business. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't recall seeing what the... I'll look it up really quick while you talk some. Wait, but wait. I wanted to see what the network ratings were for Evolution. I'm assuming it was number one. Maybe it's a mystery, too. Evolution's still a mystery. Still a mystery. Well, I feel less bad about the all-woman comment because that was just you just stole my joke. So that's good. Well, I mean, it's a softball. Uh, it really is a softball. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I think Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful said there's not has yet to be a confirmed pay-per-view for June. Like they haven't, I think they switched... 
Money in the Bank and Backlash. So the, the last one was the last May. one was October. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I guess the possibility exists that it could be in June. And there's still a lot of time between now yeah. and, and October if they want to make it yeah. an annual. Thing. I mean, when they when they you know announced Evolution last year, it was just kind of in the middle of their already uh, established pay per view schedule. It was yeah. announced kind of late in the game. Um, but I hope it still happens. Making an annual event. What? Nothing. I'm about to look up the ratings on it in the in the newsletter mm. in Dave Meltzer's newsletter. Newsletter. Um, oh, you're saying how many days after the fact? My little hamster wheel. Yeah, spinning, spinning around, spinning. Trying to exercise my brain, man. Got to do that. All right. Donde esta los archives? Up top, where it says newsletter archives. Awesome. All right. While you, while you look into that, I'm gonna get into this next story because I think. It's time for some pure baseless speculation because that's what we do best here, isn't it, Steve? Oh, yeah, it's the best. Um, I think we touched on this earlier in the week. Um, so Russ of those tweeted, again, earlier in the week, quote, chatting with the source this morning, one notable quote, I'm figuring they took the IC off of Finn for a reason. I think they have something for him at Mania. And, of course, we just thought what they had for Mania was Bob Lashley regaining the Intercontinental Championship. Mm-hmm, yeah. That seemed pretty obvious to me. Uh, but... But, but. Uh, Russell Votes also noted, well, the other uh, uh, three sources, that Demon Balor, prominently featured on the latest, most recent WrestleMania 35 ad on the network. Now, no slight to Bob Lashley, hell of a talent, hell of a competitor. Uh, it doesn't really feel like a situation where the uh, Demon would be necessary. True. <laughs> I mean, he didn't, he didn't pull yeah. up the Demon for Brock Lesnar. True, yeah, exactly. In a universal title match. Yeah. So you, but then again... He brought out the demon against Baron Corbin at SummerSlam this yeah, past year in a squash true, match. So I guess it's entirely true. possible. Anyways. Now, uh, well, the, okay, but here's that does make sense because, A, it was a squash match because demon is, like, more powerful. Yeah. And what is everybody's number one goal, seemingly, if you're facing WWE, humiliate Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those things where he didn't have to, but he did. He just did. Because number one light, goal. He won a light night for himself. Number one goal. Humiliate Baron yeah. Corbin. Yeah, pure humiliation. That's what it was. So not to say that he couldn't. I mean, if nothing else, he got number one on the network mm-hmm. the week that it aired. Yeah. So and number um, two was House Hardy Halloween. I never did see that. Yeah, I never did either. I guess if Finn wants to guarantee himself a win against Bob Lashley, then Demon Balor is the way to go. However, um, when you see Demon Balor, you think large scale event. Yeah. Something massive. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's totally. What's well, a massive match that could involve Demon Balor? Who's someone a WWE legend say that has not been announced for anything at WrestleMania? Undertaker. Dead man talking. You got that right. Uh, wow. The, ne- the following week, Evolution oh, was, number, was two. number two. Wow. Only bested by Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel. Wow. So that's kind of cool. It had legs. That's good. If it continues, it's trending in the November 19th newsletter. Let's find out here. That'd be interesting. Um, Yeah. So, okay. I hate to be poo-poo guy, but I'm going to poo-poo on this. Yeah, poo-poo all over it because it's not going to happen. We totally would have heard of this by now. Yeah, probably. We totally would have heard of this by now. Here's the thing, though. It seems like up even, what, three weeks out from Mania, they still don't know what the full card is, like internally. Like they're still working on all. We see some of the groundwork laid, but you know, there's a chance that it might be, you know, multi-team tag matches for at least one brand's tag titles, mm-hmm. if not both. Yeah. Um. So I it, didn't make it three weeks. 
I hesitate to believe that they have the WrestleMania card set in stone at this date, which they should have had it set in stone three months ago. Nonetheless, um, you know, I've read stuff that they're still working on finding a match for Undertaker, especially after he was announced for StarCast. They want him involved. Yeah. Um, if I'm a betting man, which I'm generally not, I'm still betting on Finn Lashley. Use of the demon in advertising material is because people like the demon. He's cool, um, and it looks great on an ad. Yeah. I don't think the inclusion of Demon Balor on an ad is any indication that he will, in fact, be on the show as Demon Balor. So here's the thing. We've said this a million times. The WWE, it is fairly obvious that the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing. And that basically means the right hand is Vince McMahon and whatever he says goes. And sometimes that can happen at the very last minute. Mm -hmm. Well, certain things can't be held off to the last minute. For example, advertising. Promotional material. Like you said, Demon Balor looks really, really cool. He looks way cooler than just normal dude. Mm, I don't and know that. Normal dude Balor looks really cool. Granted, uh, he's got a more unique look. Collar popped. Hands out. But at the end of the day, he's just a dude as opposed to like a the demon. The coolest dude, though. Okay, well, anyways, you know, my, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I guess he so. He does look cool. People like Demon Balor. They do. And there is, I, I will guarantee you, even, here's the thing, here's the thing. Even if they are going with Demon Balor versus Undertaker, the people who are whipping this poster up do not know that. They don't know that. Nope. Nope. So, nope. I mean, that's just that's just how it is. Like yeah. certain things have to go into like they have to get things done. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah. So I don't know. I wouldn't expect uh, this to happen, but I think it would be really cool if it did. I mean, I know you've said that you have no desire to see Taker wrestle ever again, but it's a big moment for, Demon, oh, it is for, for Balor. But they get yourself in a bit of a pickle there because you got Demon Balor who has yet to lose on main roster. He lost an NXT main roster. had defeated them. Yeah. He'd beat the undertaker. Yeah. Yeah. He'd, he'd, have, to beat he'd, the undertaker. he'd have to win the yeah. against the undertaker. And I guess there was apparently some internal discussions. I think I read somewhere that the, about doing undertaker Kurt angle. Mm. But I don't know if that's true. Mm. If that any legs, I wouldn't want to see no. that. That's a match I would not want to no. see. I mean, here's the thing: at least Finn can like run around. Exactly. At least he can do cool stuff. Yeah, if you're gonna pit anybody against the Undertaker, it's got to be someone youthful. Yeah, vibrant, mobile. Yeah. yeah. So that way, Undertaker can just kind of stand in place and somebody with his own natural uh, hip. Mm-hmm. Somebody with his own hip. We never got confirmation that his hip surgery was a hip replacement, did we? We just heard hip surgery. Oh, who's that? Undertaker? Undertaker. Oh, that has to be a fake hip. One would think. I would think it is. Unless there's some sort of cleanup they could do to kind of help for the time being until he decides he's done done and they get the full hip replacement. I, I, I only know. know. I know personally one person that had hip replacement mm -hmm. at the age of like 45 or something oh, like that. All right. And it was like a sea change for him. He could totally move around. Oh, so right. I would be kind of surprised if at that age and, and that wear and tear. Wear and tear. Oh, yeah. I didn't mean that. But you're right. I don't think we knew like specifically. Yeah. But uh, but point. it seems to be. It seems to be. God, who was just saying? Was was Hogan talking about that? How he said uh, when he his quote about not getting the memo about wrestling being fake. And he was saying something like after two fake, you know, replacement knees, replacement hip, replacement this, replacement that. He's had a bunch of back surgeries. Yeah. I think a lot of people, and I don't know if that was Hogan, but I, I it's, yeah, he like, said something about that. Yeah. It feels like replacements the way to go. Oh yeah. Long-term. Absolutely. Can you, can you still wrestle with a replacement? Hip? That's what I don't know. Oh, that's the thing. I don't okay. know. Well, if it's a replacement, I'm sure that human made hips are probably superior. Well, the actual metallic 
uh, fake hip, yes, but I don't know if there's any sort of weakness associated, depending on how they get the, you know, there's the ball. Man, the I told socket. you about that time. Yeah. Oh, that guy fell in front of us. Yeah. At the Kings or after the Kings game. Yeah. And he said, oh, God, I can feel it moving around in there. Oh, I was like, oh, don't ever sit down or don't say that. Yeah. I'll help you, man. But, God, that that looked hor- that was horrible. Mm-hmm. That poor guy. Mm-hmm. And we're on that road, man. Yeah. We're headed there. I got to start doing I, some yoga. That's why I go to the gym. Keep myself I gotta, strong. I got to start doing some yoga. That helps, too. I got to do that, too. Yeah, man. Oof. Boy, oh, boy. You got to start doing your squats and deadlifts. Keep your lower lower body strong, man. I need to get, I need to get a stronger core. Yeah, and core. That's what I got to do. Yeah. Stronger core. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Do some crunches. But then by the time I'm that age, like 20 years from now, oh man, they'll just be able to 3D print me a brand new body. I'll rule the world. Don't get your hopes up. Oh yeah. Speaking of ruling the world, let's talk about NXT. They're ruling the wrestling world right now. Aren't they? Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, they are awesome. And there's some call-ups probably going to happen after Mania. Uh, near certainty, Ricochet and Aleister Black, they might be Raw Tag Team Champions at Mania. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, there's Wouldn't a chance. Wouldn't that be something if... There's a chance, outside chance, they could be NXT Tag Champs well, and they, Raw they Tag Champs. They have an opportunity at... They have an opportunity to get into the match... For at, TakeOver New York. TakeOver. And they're in the midst of a feud with Raw Tag Champs Revival. It is possible. There is a possibility they could be two times. I don't think that's going to happen yeah, with the NXT ones. I don't think it's going to probably happen with either of them. Um, but anyways, Wrestling Observer Newsletter has some details saying, quote, Ricochet and Aleister Black are coming to the main roster. Basically already there. Uh, Gargano's situation is uncertain, of course. It seemed like he and Ciampa were main roster uh, bound before uh, Ciampa had to get neck surgery. And so, I guess the outcome of whatever happens at TakeOver New York for the XT title match will uh, probably inform us greatly about what Johnny Gargano's future is going to be. So I won't talk about spoilers. Same here. But you can go by what we just saw on the last episode of NXT. It's not out of the realm of possibility that Gargano is supposed to fight at TakeOver for the title. Yes. That makes total and complete sense. Yes. 
Um, assuming that still happens, um, regardless of who his opponent is or who his opponents may be, mm-hmm. assuming it's a multi-man match, um, do you think, is there any way they're not going to put that title on him? They, like, have called him up. Was that going to be a thing where they weren't going to put the title on him? Well, I mean, like... Or the, is it right when, hand, left When hand? there was the news of Ciampa getting surgery, someone said, maybe it was Melser, that the initial plan was for Ciampa to work through the injury to take over mm-hmm. and then take time off afterwards. Mm. And if that's the case, that means he would have to drop the belt to Gargano at TakeOver. Yeah. If that was the original plan. But then what the hell was Gargano and Ciampa doing on main I roster? I have no idea. That's still beguiling. I that's don't know. That's still confusing as like hell. They, knew, like they know that NXT, of course, they knew what creative uh, had in store. And was that going to play out in main two or not? Because they're, you know, again, I read that they were supposed to be involved in this feud with Revival initially, yeah. not Aleister Black and Ricochet. Yeah. So it's confusing how all the pieces would have fell in place. Yeah. Anyways. I mean, because you would think that him winning the title at TakeOver would preclude him from being called up. Yeah. Maybe that was when you go back to, maybe that was that thing that we read that said that they would be working up until, working main roster until Mania. Yeah. And in this case, maybe half of Malster Black and Ricochet would stay stay on. And then Gargano Ciampa, well, Ciampa would take some time off and... Gargano would, Gargano be NXT would stay as NXT champion. Yeah. But I don't know how, like if they want to kind of reshuffle the deck creatively since Gargano can't win the belt off Ciampa. And so we don't really get closure on that storyline. Yeah. Well, given how long Ciampa could be out, mm-hmm. I think that door is closed. You think he can he stick was, around for another 18 months until Ciampa out. gets back? He was out for eight months the first time before the story really got going. Yeah, but that story has been playing out for over a year now. Yeah, I don't know. And, I mean... I don't know. I guess it's possible that Gargano can be the guy who takes on all comers and the consummate underdog, and Mm -hmm. he just keeps on holding on to that title Mm -hmm. for... I mean, I'm assuming it's going to take... If we assume uh, Champ is a year out, then, you know, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. uh, Melser continues... Quote, Dunn and Baszler both should be brought up just because it's time. Insane was on the list. Uh, of course, Pete, Pete Dunn has held the NXT United Kingdom title for over 600 days. Yeah, well over 600 days. Yeah, now. like 630-something days. Yeah. Um, Baszler is set to defend her NXT Women's title against Kyrie Sane, Io Shirai, and Bianca Belair. Takeover New York, that was just announced. Mm-hmm. So if we're assuming uh, Sane is on the short list for call-ups, you would think that would preclude her from winning said match. I would find it. I think it would be a bad idea to have anybody but Shayna walk out with that title at Takeover, because whoever she's had an incredible two runs. Whoever takes that title off her needs to do a one on one. Yeah, no. you know what I mean. Like they they almost need to choke her out and make her tap. Yeah, for before she goes up to me. Same time though, I kind of I. It, How killer would it be if Ronda dropped the title at Mania? And then the Raw after Mania, Shayna basically replaces her and starts yeah. chasing Becky for it. What I was going to say is, is they can still do that even if she drops a belt because in a multi-woman match, she doesn't have to take the pin. Yeah, but that doesn't... that that I'm not a fan of that because you need whoever to take that title to really get the I understand that, right but there. also at the same time, how many times... it's it, it, So often in NXT is a formality. You lose the belt, you have your rematch, you lose that, and then you teleport out. Why not just have her... 
lose the belt by not being pinned or submitted, it instantly teleport out. Mm, yeah. That way she leaves NXT not really looking weak at all. Whatever they do, whenever she gets called up, it cannot be one of these silly, oh, look at our screen. Look at who's going to be I called know, up I know, and it today. has to be impactful. It's got to be impactful. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a better initial foe for Becky Lynch if she wins that Raw Women's title. Yeah, it'd be something else. Shayna Baszler. That'd be pretty cool. That would be something else. That really would be. Yeah. Um, Melser also mentioned in the newsletter that he's got some concerns about Peter Dunn, Peter Dune, um, namely because of his stature. Yeah. You know, he's not beefy like Vince likes his wrestler. No, beef. And then he's got, uh, Melser has concern about Pete Dunn's promo abilities. Hey, man. But he's got, Peter Dunn, Pete Dunn's got uh, an excess amount of charisma to overcome. Like, I don't think he's a bad promo. He, uh, if you play to his strengths, he's not a bad promo. Right, exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing is that WWE doesn't consider, oh, what are the, the, the talent strengths and weaknesses when running promos? We have to uh, uh, proceed on the story with these beats. Uh, here, writer, write script for a wrestler, and this, the, who is writing these promos might not have any idea, mm-hmm. um, like just the, the natural cadence uh, of these wrestlers he's writing promos for. Yeah. And therefore, we get these ill-fitting promos uh, for certain wrestlers, it just doesn't work. Well, if if Peter Dunn, Pete Dunn, I keep on calling Peter Dunn. Uh, Pete Dunn should not be involved in all sorts of goofy backstage segments. No, um, he should be about intensity. Yep, speaking when only he needs to and shrugging as necessary. Yeah, I like. Otherwise, they, they dominating had, in the ring. Walter hasn't said one word in the UK yet, and it, I'm glad mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't mm-hmm. probably ruin his mystique. I've never seen a Walter promo, before. nor have I. Um, yeah, well, Vince is gonna. Look, man, the stature thing, he's going to have to get over that because, mm-hmm. I mean, look at who's in NXT right now. Yeah, no. Unless you're, they're thinking Dijakovic is going to be yeah, Dijakovic. Or Dijakovic and Keith it, Lee. and Right. I guess Matt Riddle's relative. I mean, it's not tall, tall, but he's larger than. He's taller than Adam Cole. Yeah, Adam Cole, Gargano, Ciampa. He's, Matt Riddle's probably 6'2". Yeah, he's something like that. Yeah, he's probably 6'2", 225, something like that. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's not like there's a lot of, I mean, a lot of the talent out there, they're just shorter, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what happens when you open up variety. When you open up, you know, the, the best wrestlers are going to be a variety of sizes. Yep. You know, not that I'm not huge on Dijakovic being universal champion. I think that'd be amazing. He's got a little ways to go. <laughs> he does. Oh, man. That Keith Lee match should be something else, yeah. though. Keith Apparently. Lee's ahead of, and head of uh, Dijakovic in line. Apparently, that should be happening in a takeover, too. I hope so. Yeah, because I don't think they they filmed one of those. That's what I want. That's what that's what I saw. They were advertising it for next week, right? They were advertising it, but then the guy who was doing spoilers said they didn't do it. Interesting. So that's awesome. Interesting. Hopefully, they'll just they'll do like a performance center thing again. That'd be cool. And they'll say, "No, we're not going to do it next week. We're going to do it." Or they'll have some sort of attack or something. Takeover. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyways, we got one more story about your favorite wrestler at all of WWE, Dolph Ziggler. I'm here to show the world. I'm here to come on the world. So anyways, Dolph was uh, on 98.5, the radio station in Boston. Oh, uh, that's the rock station out here. It is. But they this play is... a lot of uh, stained. New metal? Lit. Oh, gosh. Godsmack. Ooh. Corn. Mm-mm. Not my thing. Limp biscuit no thank you anyways my way this was not the local here in sacramento this is uh the boston area baston apparently they have a show called wrestling inside the ropes he was asked about contract situation this was a response quote it's weird because for the last two years i've had somewhat of a handshake agreement kind of behind closed doors deal with wb 
I've been able to do a lot of things on my own, not at WWE, just because of the relationship we've had for the last 14 years. I have a bit of a handshake agreement right now, but we'll know some more details in the coming months. So it's kind of like a per appearance deal. Apparently. Oh, no, we're in town. You want to show up? Sure. I got no stand-up show tonight. Sure. Yeah, right. Exactly. I guess it would explain why seemingly uh, every couple of months, Dolph's contract is set to expire. Yeah. He's had his contract set to expire more than just about anybody. Yeah, pretty just as many times as Rusev has been unhappy and is asking yeah. for his release. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's good. Uh, I wish him best. I don't care. Um, I really don't want to see him or hear his music. Um, I, I would be I would be fascinated to some degree to see him literally anywhere else because I, I, I'm fascinated to see if that dude has more gears. We've talked about this before. Oh, yeah, totally. See what else he could do. I'd, I'd okay. If so, there's untapped potential. Not taking nothing, nothing against, uh, nothing away from uh, Mikey Nichols, mm-hmm. um, formerly mm-hmm. known as Nick, Nick Miller. Miller. Nick Miller from um, TM61. Yeah. Uh, he's in New Japan. Mm-hmm. If that spot went to ne- Nemeth, what's his first name? Nick Nemeth. Nick Nemeth, aka Dolph Ziggler. I would totally. I might stay up to watch Apparently, that. Apparently, uh, I'd love to see Dolph Ziggler Mikey versus Nichols Okada. Put on a quality match against. Uh, I'm sure he Okada. did. I would love to see Dolph Ziggler versus Okada. I would actually totally check that out because I want to see what that dude's going to do in the ring. It'll probably surprise me. I just think that they've exhausted everything he could possibly do in WWE. And I have no desire to see that anymore. Yeah, he totally has. There's too many he fresh totally faces. Um, so but the allure, you know, he he, he makes a, a handsome payday. Well, yeah. And he's been there for 14 years. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I guess without another game in town to, to, to woo him away from WWE with... To what? Woo. Um, and offer him even vaster riches. Of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't More doubloons. Why would he leave? As you have, why are you the one bringing up this argument? As you say, money isn't everything. Well, let me. Well, I just said prior to All Elite, there was no other real game in town yeah. here in the states that could offer him probably the 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 paycheck he wants. So I mean, his options were going to go to Impact. Um, now, see, I wouldn't want to see him there. Yeah, I don't think Dolph would be willing to go to Impact. New Japan Pro Wrestling. It seems like there's nothing in New Japan that he would care about, though. Yeah, I know. Like it's not like he can further a stand-up career there. No, unless, exactly. Unless he's very fluent Japanese. Oh. Yeah, no, no. He he it seemed like he'd want to stay here in the states. He would think. But now with all elite being a thing, that yeah. might change that matters a bit. Yeah. Because yeah, money isn't everything. Want to do some questions? Yeah, let's do some questions. Mikey Omega, what's the best fast food breakfast item? What is it, Steve? Oh, fuck yeah, it's man. The McGriddle, man. It's the damn McGriddle. I think I can only literally eat one of those once a year. Because it's, 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 it's overflowing with delicious. I'm, I'm going to let myself do, listen, one mm. of those nights at StarCast, you and I need to go out on the strip and have some beers and then find an all-night McDonald's and just load up on some McGriddles. All right. That'll be the one time during the year, but it's it is the wake best. wake up at four in the morning and about on the verge of pooping myself. It is the best. It is the best. You can't top a McGriddle. There's the butter. Asks, why hasn't Mercedes Martinez been signed to NXT? Maybe she doesn't want to. Maybe they don't want her. Uh, She's cool, though. I really like yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. She She's is great. Uh, Dalton, can you do GIR math on Great Khali? Oh, my God. Yeah, we can do that. In ring. I'll do that. One or zero. 
Well, I mean, he know. I think one, you actually know how to pro wrestle. All right. So he got at least a one. One. He actually had a decent chop. What does it look? Promo? Yeah. And then legacy kayfabe. So ring one. Put a one yeah, in the ring. one. Well, look. a decent chop doesn't get him a two. All right, two. We'll put a two. Look. He's tall. You got to give him at least a six. It looks like it hurts when he walks, though. Yeah. So four. No, he's still at a six. Five. Well, no, his bottom is his his floor is six. Because look at him. He looks like a fucking monster. Five. All right, five. Five is his floor, though. Yeah. I mean, is there, like it, is there a, looks like it hurts when Is there walk. a counter to that, though, that what? adds to it? I mean, he looks like a monster guy. If it didn't, if he didn't look like he, he also was, wears pajamas. Yeah, that's part of it. But like, if he looks like he could comfortably like move around, it would go up. Nobody at like nine feet tall is gonna look comfortable. He looks extra uncomfortable. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he, it looks like he's just in pain the entire time. Promo. Can you even give him a two? No, one. I don't think I've heard a promo of his. I think I have. It just says it sound like somebody with a bunch of stuff in their mouth. Does it sound like that? Yeah, it was a eight six, divided by three is eight. two plus. Okay, so two plus for being good. Legacy in India, isn't it pretty high? Yeah, it's, it's pretty high. He wrestled in Japan for a bit too before he came to WWE when he actually moved around a little bit. You're gonna give him a four? Yeah, that seems fine. Here it's trash. Kayfabe. He was booked pretty. I mean, he was a champion here. Yeah, he was a champion. He had his own uh, uh, gimmick match that yeah. he wasn't even the first one of. You gotta give him at least a six. Let's do five for late, for kayfabe. Uh, no, that's average. You cannot you oh, cannot okay. give him a five hundred record. Six, <laughs> six is the max. Then did he lose that much? I don't think he lost it, dude. I think kayfabe's pretty high. Wait, lost what? Matches. Yeah, he did. Did he? Yeah, he only won the title once. He must have lost it. Well, Let yeah. me. T- I'll tell you this. They invented the Punjabi prison match for him in the debut one. He got hurt. Wasn't in it. Six is the max. Well, I'm going to give him six, then. Six and four is ten plus two. It's a four. It's a four wrestler. He's a four wrestler. That sounds exactly right. It might be a little high. That was That's exactly right, because he was a world champion. You cannot have been a world champion unless your name is Arqueta Russo. You cannot have the big gold belt and be less than a four. True or false? Ooh, I'm going to test that True theory. or false? Keep going with the question. I'm going to test that theory. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, questions. Uh, let's see here. Tim Spulak, the road to WrestleMania almost done. Does this mania seem a little lackluster on paper? It looks great. Yeah. On paper, it's fantastic. And the build I think has been good. We've had the Kofi we've had, well, there's been really no Seth build, but it doesn't really matter. Okay. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Now he's a four plus. Yeah. He's at least Boy, a four. Who'd you think I was going to say him? Because you saw Swagger, you saw yeah. his name and you sort of made a weird face. Yeah. But he's actually a fairly accomplished wrestler. Yeah. And he was book strong for a period. Yeah, he was. Promo one, though, right? Yeah, he was not a good promo. <laughs> uh, Richard Nason. I don't know what this means, but I'm going to read it because I right. like Richard Nason. All right. How much gas is too much? What is gas? I'm like talking about farts? steroids? Farts, steroids, or, or gasoline? I don't know. That's confusing. Explain yourself. So Great Kali won the World Heavyweight title once, had it for 61 days. So, oh, he only had it for two months? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's in WCW in 2000? 2001, I mean. Really? I don't remember that. We weren't really watching in 2001, though. 
But yeah, I feel like I would have remembered that. Did they tell him to do a, a, a move off the second rope also? I hope not. Uh, Obey MF Prez. How can the main roster make mid-card valuable? Recently, I've seen short title reigns passed around too much. How would you make the mid-card titles more valuable with all that talent? Well, look at SmackDown. Samoa Joe has it. That's yeah. You want anything more valuable? Yeah. Put it in the hands of Samoa Joe. I should say, Samoa Joe, I have invested in two tech stocks. Well, hold on. I need them Here to increase go. in value. Hold on I second. give them to you. They're increasing in value. Yeah, knock this kayfabe down a bit because he won the World Heavyweight title by winning a battle royal. He didn't actually beat anybody for it. <laughs> Edge vacated the title because he was hurt. <laughs> All right. Well, even if you knock kayfabe down to three, you're still looking. I mean, if you want to say solid four as opposed to four plus, yeah. that's fine. You cannot have held the big gold belt without being a four or less. Four or above, you mean? Four or above, yeah. Because he seems to be pushing it. Yeah. You can even go back into the NWA days. Well, I don't know enough about some of those guys, though. That's the problem. Yeah, man. They're all four up. Oh, yeah, probably. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Anyways, continue, please. Luthez, four plus. <laughs> Probably higher than that. Uh, I think we've had this question before, but I'll answer it. The thing from under the ring. Mm. Who has the higher main roster ceiling? Ricochet, Alistair Black, or John Gargano? It's Alistair Black, man. Uh, it's Ricochet. Crazy. You've done math on Sid. What was Sid's math? Four, probably. Yeah, probably four plus. Probably four plus. He is a former WCW World Heavyweight Champion. He's of the lineage of that belt. Looking kayfabe alone gets it for Sid. And you, you, you give him a high promo. Yeah, I give him a decent promo. Promo's huge. Look is huge. Mm-hmm. That'll negate the crap low freaking in-ring ability. And his crap legacy. <laughs> <laughs> his softball legacy. We're not talking softball, though. Yeah. What would his legacy be in softball? Oh, 10. That dude charts, put man. it on the map. Yeah. At least, well, at least nine. Braun Strowman's dad's 10. 
It's like the all-time leader in home runs and like professional softball. Who? Broad Strowman's dad. Oh yeah. Oh, this is a good question here. This is for you, man. David Porter, who's got a picture of him and oh, Rhino. That's nice. Oh, cool. And oh, Rikishi and uh, Brian Christopher looks like. Uh, says, can you cast the Sid movie? Hey, who? So Hemsworth is Hulk. Yeah, he would be a good Sid. And let's do this in the shared. What about his brother, his brothers. Yes, Liam. No, the other guy. There's a third guy. Who There's played, a third Hemsworth. The third Hemsworth. Did you? you yeah, you need to watch Ragnarok, man. It's so fucking good. All right, man. I'll try to watch it this weekend. So when Thor shows up, when I search Hemsworth brothers, only Liam and Chris show up. Look oh, at Luke. the third one. Oh, Luke right here. He's right there. So Hemsworth shows He's up. He's only 5'11", though. Yeah. So CG, dude. Come on. How tall is You Liam? think Mark Ruffalo is actually seven feet and green? No. No. Liam's 6'3". How, old, how tall is Chris? He's 6'3", too. Okay, so it could be Liam, I guess. Yeah, Liam. Liam's, he's good looking, though. Well, so is Chris. No, I'm saying Sid isn't. No, I know. Yeah, I, I can see Luke. So Thor shows up on his home world, and spoiler alert, and it's it's meant it's done for comedic value, but Loki has uh, has disguised himself as Anthony Hopkins, as Dad Odin, right? And he's just chilling, eating grapes. The whole crowd is out there, and he's watching a play, a mm-hmm. production of uh, a play that he's invented called Loki, mm-hmm. right? And Matt Damon is playing Loki. It's a cameo oh, for Matt Damon. That's pretty funny. And then uh, the shitty Hems or Luke, he's playing fake Thor. That's pretty funny. <laughs> and it's hilarious because, like, the makeup's bad and everything. God, he is short. He's 5'11". They're 6'3", man. Oh, my God. How did he end up on that? That sucks. Yeah, Liam isn't even that good looking, though, compared to Chris. Oh, Chris is. Chris is immaculate. Yeah, man. But look at that. Yeah, they, they look kind of like trash compared to Thor. <laughs> <laughs> they're the garbage Hemsworth brothers. Wow. Isn't Liam with uh, Miley, Miley Cyrus? Cyrus? Yeah, I think they're married or getting married. Good for him. Way to smash. So, <laughs> cast the Sid movie. Liam Hemsworth. Liam Hemsworth the Sid. Yeah. It's in a shared universe, so Bradley Cooper's Vince, right? Yeah. And, and Chris <laughs> is is Hogan, so, uh, of course, it all culminates WrestleMania 8. <laughs> Who plays Who Papa plays Shango? Papa Shango! It's got to be Terrence Howard. <laughs> right? That'd be killer. Or if you want to play it for laughs, Don Cheadle. Or Don Cheadle would be pretty funny. Yeah. Cheadle. I always say Cheadle. Don Cheadle would be good. That'd be pretty funny. Oh, man. I love that movie already. That's great. Who would be Arn Anderson in this film? <laughs> oh, man. Who would be Arn? Who who today could play Arn Anderson? Oh, Jason Alexander. <laughs> He's a bit old, isn't he? Or a bit Arn young. Anderson, like he was fifty his entire career. Yeah, he did. He did. Um. Whoa! Oh, uh, Wookie Steak. What would be the worst end to Mania? I'm assuming he means if this is literally like the last thing we see. Becky being made to t- tap out by Rhonda. Yeah, it'd be the worst thing. Or Seth losing. Becky tapping out would be Becky the worst. Becky tapping. It'd that would be, be the worst. It'd be like the WWE Universe tapping. It'd be like, yeah. It'd be like Vince just pooping on everybody. Uh, 
Hello there. In kayfabe, what happened to Dixie Carter? I think in kayfabe, same thing that happened in real life. She just sort of faded away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, she got put through a table by the Dudleys. Didn't Pachiti get put through a table by the Dudleys? I think so. Or by one of them anyways? See, I'd never do that. That was good. That, Hell no. Those dudes have balls, man. I'd I never do man. that. Too old to do that. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I guess I can ask questions too, can I? Uh, oh, oh, good question here. Tim Owens. I like this one. NXT has produced some great things, but what are some of the worst things they've done? NXT? Yeah. They invented the Fallout episode. Yeah. <laughs> they invented the long recap exclusive Kona episode. Reeves, the finest. Yeah. Pushing, like making a huge deal about that character when the character is so ill-defined. <laughs> yeah, that was really bad. They spent, they spent time on that. That's weird. Worst things they've done. Forgotten Sons. Well, the jury's still out on that. But a, it's lot, not a lot of their great. mistakes is, is, is putting characters out who are well-designed. Uh, oh, changing names. Yeah. Dijakovic? Yeah, that's terrible. Oh. Donovan Dijak's a great name. Yeah. But, but uh. Sandy was able to overcome it. I talk about this all the time. Like we know, we get a sense of what Forgotten Sons is supposed to be, mm. but it's not clear. Mm-hmm. And again, Sandy was able to overcome it because commentary filled in some gaps and they just, their, their look helped a lot. Not letting uh, Velveteen Dream be his original gimmick of MAGA guy. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I knew he was going to be something special when that dude showed up on the house show circuit in a MAGA hat. Uh, Ryan Kelman, why is Larson Hunter a better heel than Steve Hunter? Because he's around. Yeah, because he actually shows up on TV. And his, his body count is higher. <laughs> That's true as well. Uh, let's see here. No, don't want that. Um, John Ortolaza, did you know that while playing the tag team matches in WWE 2K19, if you press the touchpad on the PS4 controller, you can become the partners slash illegal men? Oh, yeah, I thought I thought that was the case. I think I remember hearing that. Mm-hmm. I should utilize that more often. Uh, Mr. Triple Mania, Juan Guerrero Jr., you guys going to try to do Triple Mania this year. What do you think of the hair versus mask main event? I we're would love to. Definitely going to do a live show. Oh, hell yes. That's what we're going to do. Yes. And it's uh, Dr. Wagner versus L.A. Park, I believe, the main event, right? Hair versus mask. Is that what it's supposed when? to be? At For Triple Mania? Yeah. We're four months out. No. Yeah, that's long-term booking, man. We're five months out. Yeah, I know. That is a long way off. Long-term booking. Oh, Blue Demon. Sorry, Blue Demon Jr. versus uh, Dr. Wagner Jr. That is a long way out. Terror versus Mask Match. I know it's supposed to be initially be L.A. Park. Justin Wern, if going in Raw was in a match against any other wrestling podcast team, who would you face and what would be the match stipulation? Who would be an easy W for us, dude? Any other wrestling podcast team? Does Zane ever do like a solo podcast? I guess he doesn't have a solo podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if we could take any combination of the Cultaholic podcast. Like they usually have four on theirs: mm-hmm. Matthew, Pachiti, um, Jack the Jobber, and Ross. Mm-hmm. We'd probably stand a chance against them. Yeah. I think. Although Jack the Jobber is a former champion. 
Remember he won the uh, DDT Pro yeah. heavy metal weight title? Yeah, we'd have to worry about him. Yeah. Ross is a big dude. He might he might be able to deal out a couple haymakers. Mm-hmm. But Pachiti. Mm. He's tall, though. Yeah, he's tall, but the harder he'll fall. Maybe. Matthew's tiny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Oscar Silva going in raw math on Rey Mysterio. I don't know if you've ever done that before. Oh, wow. It's going to be big. Yeah. It's going to be at least seven plus, dude. Oh, easily. Uh, in ring, look, promo, legacy, kayfabe. Being good. All right, uh, ring, good. at least a nine. Nine? Look, uh, nine. Looks nine. amazing. Hold on a second. Ten, sorry. We're heading towards Cena territory. Ten. I don't want to do that. No, you got to be impartial. Not, he just wore nude-colored outfit, yeah, that's bro. that's an outlier, man. Get out of Usually here looks that. great, nine. Half the time, he steals other costumes from, like, pop culture stuff. He's not a nine. He's but a it's eight. all impeccably designed. Eight, look. No, he, he references uh, uh, Virgil Abloh in his gear. Yeah, the that's good. Eight. Stuff. Nine. That's good. Eight. See, you're you're doing this because you're biased. No, I'm not. You are. You want no one to touch John Cena in the department. Nine. Fine. He won't touch John Cena. Promo. Eh, five or six. Okay, Brett. No, he's not even close to that. Promo, he's like a three at best. Give me a get out of here. In ring, he's probably an eight. Anyways, no, 18 not. plus 3 is 21, 21 to 7. 7. Oof. Dangerous. High legacy. It's got to be at least a 9. Oh, my God. His legacy. He might be a 10 because this is like the, the most influential. He's not freaking. All right, 9. He's incredibly influential, though. Kayfabe. He's booked pretty strong. 6. Oh, higher than that. 7. You can't go 8. Can't go 8. Then 7. 7. I swear you're just trying to torpedo. I'm not trying to do anything. 16 plus 7, smart guy. What is it? 16 plus 7 is 23. That's 7 plus. That's just a hair under 8. Boy. Thought he was going to be better than Cena. Oh, man. Luckily, his promo skill is trash. He's better now. He is better now. Because he doesn't. Yeah, because he doesn't really care anymore. Yeah, he's way better now. Early on, it was not good, but he's way better now. Yeah, he's probably an 8 wrestler, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to torpedo his score because, oh, Cena's got to be the best ever. No, he doesn't have to. He is the best ever. You overrate his look incredibly. He's a five-star wrestler. His look is unique and definitive and iconic. And promos unmatched. Probably his promos the, is probably good. the best promo in history. I think you overrate his wrestling ability slightly too. Anytime, if I, I know for if that dude has put on five-star matches. Uh, one. Two of them. No, one. As graded by Wrestling Observer himself, Dave Meltzer, if, one. If, that, if, if his AJ match at the... Summer Slam mm-hmm. was uh, Tokyo Dome would have been five. Probably. Probably would have been five and a half. Mm-hmm. Let's see if there's any other good questions. Oh, sorry. Here. I'll do something real fast. Look for another question. Uh, I have not read Dave Meltzer's Observer Awards of the Year. I kind of scanned through them. We did our friend awards. <laughs> that's the that's all that really matters that's for the me. definitive awards. Anyways, uh, oh wow, ooh, good question. Reckless Raven, will we see an RKO counter to the phenomenal forearm? I hope it's for the 450. Because mm-hmm. that's be, that'd be tough. Is there phenomenal, phenomenal forearm? That's easy to counter. Is there any way that he can counter a Styles Clash into an RKO? Oh my god, that's what I want to see. You go down, no, that's he'd have to do thing. like a sit up. Oh my god, he'd sit up out of it. Yeah, yeah, you can do. He goes like this. Orton sits up and then drops it. Maybe. Oh, that's you're right. That's what I want to see. Yeah. You're trying to get better in Cena. And you're not. Gonna no, no. This is what I actually think for Cena. It's eight plus. 
But is it is it mathematically better than Macho Man? I don't know. We have to revisit Macho Man. See, Macho Man wouldn't get nearly the kayfabe that Cena would. Mm-mm. No, kayfabe's ten for Cena. Yeah. Kayfabe's ten. I think Legacy's nine. Yeah. Promo's ten. But then in even, ring, even if you tank, look. I have look at six. Look at six. And 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 in ring, I have seven. He's really good. He can be really good. He's put on some duds too. Oh no, 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 I'm not talking about. Even if you average, what happens if you give him a five for in ring? It's probably like a squarely an eight. Mm-hmm. Mathematically, we need to match it up against Macho Man because he, he came closest. Yeah. Interesting. Anyways. Wow, what a great episode. And you, you, you docked Flair a ton for kayfabe because he was a heel, and that was BS. Yeah, but his look is crap. Yeah, I'll agree. It's pretty <laughs> yeah, average. His look so is crap. Yeah, but uh, here's the thing. Now, with Flair, yeah, dude, you got to go by kayfabe. Flair's, Flair's kayfabe is not better than average. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is one of the metrics for kayfabe is how he many titles a lot. He, but he's also wanted a bunch. Yeah, and like shit that doesn't matter. Oh my god. He lost a lot, dude. Yeah, so is Cena. No, he what? Cena, he has not lost a lot. You're he lost, insane. He, he, he's lost While Cena wins, you gave him ten for kayfabe. Hold on, he, he's lost he's lost sixteen title matches. Flair even made a joke about how often he lost. Yes, I know. You could never joke about that with Cena because it's not true. Did you give Flair an eight for kayfabe? Yeah. You're crazy. No, There's I'm no not. way he's better than a seven. No, I'm not. When you joke about you losing, that means your kayfabe is not great. But that's countered by the fact that he won the title so much. Kayfabe is the str- as, as how strongly you are booked as a character. Yes. And he was booked amazing. Like the strength of his character, his character work, was incredible. Oh, man. When he won, he cheated to win. That knocks you down in kayfabe. See, I have flares an 8 plus 2. Oh, man. I think it's the exact same. Flair's a 7 plus. Oh, get out of here. Anyway, exact same as what? I think the exact same score as Cena. Get out of here. No way. Mm-hmm. No way. Mm-hmm. You're crazy. And I'm no, a you're crazy. Too. You're crazy. You're crazier. Anyways, I'm going to put that in the community tab. Who's crazier? Larson or Steve? Yeah, maybe. Perfectly Anyways. sane. I'm perfectly sane. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Thank we you. appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that 
and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.